Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Sarah Hurwitz. I'm from UCLA. And today I'm talking about what is the therapeutic rationale for antibody drug conjugates in cancer. While chemotherapy has been shown to be effective and it's been used for more than 70 years for cancers of all types, it is limited by toxicity to normal non-cancer cells due to the non-selective nature of chemotherapy. Therefore, scientists sought ways to selectively deliver chemotherapy to cancer cells using a protein antigen that is uniquely expressed or overexpressed on cancer cells compared to normal cells. One way to selectively target a tumor antigen is to develop an antibody that perfectly matches the antigen or is able to bind to that antigen like lock and key. The antibody can then be loaded with chemotherapy so that the chemotherapy is delivered to the tumor cell only when the antibody is bound to the tumor antigen. This is the idea behind antibody drug conjugates or ADCs. Some people use the analogy of a Trojan horse or a smart bomb as a description of how ADCs work. ADCs are comprised of the antibody shown in this picture as the blue structure where the FAB portion binds to the tumor antigen and the FC portion sticks out. There is then a cytotoxic payload that is connected to the antibody shown in the orange on this graphic. And then there is a linker that connects the antibody to the payload. Now, each of these three components is required in an ADC, but they can all differ in different ADCs in this class of agents. Some antibodies will bind uh, to HER2 or trope 2 for example. So the antigen that the antibody binds to can differ from ADC to ADC. The payload itself, the chemotherapy is ta- that is tagged on, can differ. And even the linker can be different. Some are cleavable linkers, some are non-cleavable linkers. And so each of these components can change the effects or the activity or the toxicity of of a given ADC. In fact, in some payloads are membrane permeable and are able to leave the cancer cell and kill nearby tumor cells if they are membrane permeable, and this is called a bystander effect. In addition, the number of cytotoxic payloads uh, attached to each antibody is known as the drug-antibody ratio, or DAR, and that can differ from ADC to ADC. So here's a picture showing how ADCs work. In step one, the antibody that is carrying the chemotherapy is bound to the antigen that is expressed uniquely on tumor cells. In step two, the ADC connected to the antigen is internalized to the early endosome. In step three, this becomes a full lysosome where the linker is cleaved and the cytotoxic payload is released and is able in step four and five to do its work and kill the cancer cell. The first example of an ADC that was successfully developed and FDA approved for breast cancer was trastuzumab emtansine or TDM1. 
This is a picture showing how this works. TDM1 is a HER2-targeted antibody that is linked to a metansinoid chemotherapy. The chemotherapy is not released in the uh, bloodstream, limiting the toxicity. When the TDM1 ADC is linked onto HER2, the entire complex is internalized, and once within the lysosome, the linker is cleaved, and the metansinoid is able able to do its work as a microtubule poison. This drug was FDA approved in 2013 based on the results of Amelia, which showed that TDM1 was more effective than standard chemo given with lapatinib, a HER2-targeted tyrosine kinase inhibitor. This approval made TDM1 the standard second-line treatment for HER2-positive metastatic disease. The Catherine study also demonstrated benefits with TDM1, but for early-stage breast cancer, when used in patients who had residual disease after standard chemotherapy and trastuzumab in the neoadjuvant setting. As you can see, TDM1 was better than standard trastuzumab when given in the adjuvant setting for these high-risk patients uh, with a significant improvement in invasive disease-free survival. One feature of TDM1 is that it really requires a high expression level of HER2 to be active um, because it doesn't have any bystander effect. The chemotherapy stays and works on HER2-positive cancer cells. In contrast, some ADCs are developed that have a bystander effect whereby the cytotoxic payload is able to escape the tumor cell that has that antigen expressed and kill nearby cells that may have lower expression of that tumor antigen. One example of that is trastuzumab deruxtecan or TDXD. This is an ADC comprised of a HER2-targeted antibody linked to a topoisomerase 1 inhibitor or chemotherapy, which is an exotecan uh, derivative. This ADC has a drug antibody ratio of 7 to 8, which is higher than with TDM1, and the payload can leave the cancer cell and kill nearby cancer cells which is what's called a bystander effect. The bystander effect can also cause more toxicity given the fact it is a less selective ADC. This drug was shown in the Destiny Breast 04 to be significantly better than TDM1 for HER2-positive metastatic breast cancer, um, making this drug the new standard of care in the second-line setting and beyond. On the next slide, you see another ADC that targets an antigen called TROPE2. This is sasituzumab govitecan, um, and this drug, similar to trastuzumab deruxtecan, has a topoisomerase 1 inhibitor payload, but the antibody itself is targeting an antigen called TROPE2. The ASCENT study indicated that this drug was better than standard chemotherapy for patients with metastatic triple negative breast cancer, leading to its FDA approval. So in summary, the field of antibody drug conjugates has significantly altered the treatment landscape for those who are diagnosed with cancer. This class of medications is allowing patients to be treated with high doses of very potent chemotherapies with greater efficacy and without the same level of toxicity as would be seen if the chemotherapy was given naked or alone. It's a very exciting time given the number of ADCs now available to patients with even more promising agents to come. Thank you so much for your attention.
You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.